0: honestly, anyway. I, I genuinely think this year there will be a fight for the uh, Eastern Conference.
1: yeah, because because literally i'm I'm sorry if Trey Young has a massive jump, if Trey Young becomes a 30 point scorer, not even that
0: season. he had a great season this season. if he continues the same thing that he did then, inclu- including better assist numbers and they're making and the playoffs he,
1: and, and because, he, and because I'm not even kidding. One...
0: I'll put this in the intro. they're making the playoffs. I don't care. Yeah. well 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 what a hectic week it's been
1: episode two baby we've survived
0: episode two and what an episode it will be
1: potentially
0: two hours we might cross depending on how long we talk how long we ramble
1: and you just gave me the death there, so. Uh, <laughs> we warned you
0: about this, and that there's the draft to talk about. So a lot to go through. Um, I think we'll start off with the draft. Now, it didn't adhere to any of our mock drafts that we made last week.
1: Well, to be fair, the mock draft we released draft night no, was actually quite good.
0: Well, people people enjoyed it on our Instagram. But
1: by the way, follow us on Instagram.
0: Yeah, follow us on Instagram. But no one, but it didn't actually happen because you know after the talks of Lamelo Ball going down a bit due to his interviews, we all thought that maybe he's not a top three pick. He made I top know. three, and he's now playing alongside the likes of Devonte Graham. What a great little player! Oh no! To be fair, Gordon Hayward now, which we'll get it's, into.
1: Yeah, but also, but also, like Devonte Graham looked like an all star last
0: year. To be, I know. There. Um, well, I'd say he's most improved, if I'm honest. Yeah. I mean, you don't go so, from five to eighteen points in one. So season. can you?
1: So can we? Uh, can you run us through the lottery, and then right. we'll we'll, so, we'll, talk, we'll talk individually about everyone else.
0: Yeah, we'll go through the whole lottery picks. Um, if you want to see the full draft, it will be on the video or screen. Go onto our Instagram. That's where I posted it. Um, so the lottery pick was, or well, the lottery um, pick was, Timberwolves drafting Anthony Edwards. The Warriors taking James Wiseman. Uh, Hornets drafting Lamelo Ball. The Bulls drafting Patrick Williams. The Cavaliers draft Isaac Okoro. The Hawks draft Onyeka Okongu. Pistons draft Killian Hayes. Knicks draft Obi Topin. Wizards draft Denny Avidia. The Suns draft Jalen Smith. The Spurs draft Devin Vassell. The Kings draft Tyrese Halliburton. The Pelicans draft Kira Lewis. And finally, the Celtics draft Aaron Nesmith. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'll start off. on Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Um, I- I don't know who his agent is or who his PR. Clutch guy Sports,
0: is, I'd assume at this point.
1: But, but um, no, but pre-draft, like whoever alla- or in his family alla- allowed for him to s- to have that interview with uh, ESPN, where he he said openly, "I'm not interested in basketball." Yeah. That I am sorry, and the fact is, the family allowed allow that to be published the day of the draft. PR pr freaking nightmare, if you're asking
0: me. Look at what happens when there isn't a mother to take care of you. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. a mother's influence, that is. Nah, what but... do you
1: mean there's no mother? Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> did you not, know? I, did you I not did... know
0: his grandmother and his mother died when at uh, your, your early age?
1: No, I did not
0: know that. What? No, and then he was brought up by the men in the house. <laughs> and now no, he's bet. a freestyle rapper off Lil Baby's uh, tunes, and,
1: <laughs> and, and fl an NFL,
0: American uh, football,
1: and an NBA player who doesn't really want to play but basketball. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I, um, yeah, go on.
1: My as as I told you on pri- privately, I don't I don't care if this is a hot take or not. I don't think he's a top three player in his own class. I'll openly say it. I don't
0: it's, think people on big boards give it like, put him at top three.
1: Like big board wise, what big my big board was probably Hayes, Onyeka, Wiseman, Lamelo. That's my top four for my draft board. Big board from what I can remember. Well, but anyway, wait,
0: what about Anthony go. Edwards?
1: So Anthony Edwards, I I just I I just think that. Um he is going to demand a lot of ball action. And I think he is a very dominant physical scorer. I think what what is what I think what is most promising about um Anthony Edwards is his wingspan. Because with, with that type of wingspan, if you're not an all-star, if you're not an all defensive player but by your third or fourth season you have really misused your your athletic your athletic gifts, let's just say. So I I honestly think we may be in a scenario where he is he in a few years will be the uh, Minnesota's best defensive player, and yeah. I th- I think he will he will I think eventually I think the Timberwolves offensively will have to make a decision on on who they value more, D'Angelo or Antio Woods, because they, they will both demand the ball so much. I think in the first few years it might counteract each other. And to be on to be honest, I to be honest, I think that Anthony Woods won't have that much impact. And I think a player like, like Josh Okoji, their their starting shooting guard currently, I think starts day one because he has more of an impact. He knows the system. And Joshua Koji is probably one of the most underrated players in the league. That's just not, I just, I th- I think if I think if you want a most effective Anthony Edwards starting in the NBA, like in December, you have him as your sixth man for the for the first season, and then see if he can grow into that role. And now play Joshua Koji. But yeah, that's my take on Anthony Edwards. I don't think he's a top three player in this class. I I I do I do I do, I do see the defensive potential. And I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to deny that he has all-star potential just based on his defensive potential. I just think that his offensive game is a bit overrated because his offensive motor relies on him having the ball, and I don't think Minnesota is the best situation for him at all. I think. I think to to be completely honest, there was no perfect situation for Anthony Edwards in that top three. There's no perfect situation.
0: I was almost certain, and it may still happen, but I was—I I felt almost certain that he wouldn't wear a, Minis- a, a Minnesota Timberwolves hat. I—I I, I didn't see how to maximize his full potential, how he could—he could be on the, um, the Timberwolves, if I'm honest. I mean, I think him and Josh Okogie are going to be fighting like crazy for a spot because Josh, although his offense is isn't the best, his defensive his defense Josh and shown by this season. Josh Okogie is, is
1: one of the best defensive shooting guys in the league. One hundred percent. I would I would argue that he's up there with Jalen Brown, and that yeah. and if you're up there with Jalen Brown and knowing the level that Jalen Brown is, because because you know you you know my personal take on Jalen Brown. I think Jalen yeah. Brown probably one of the most well you wanted
0: him to go you wanted him to get so traded I, I, which I, was... didn't want, I,
1: I didn't want him to get traded i th- i thought that if the early rumors of boston wanting to move up into that top three were true that they would have to give up a real asset they couldn't give up gordon haywood because he was a free agent unless it was a sign and trade which i was off anyway. the ta- that was off the table but anyway he ended up going there anyway eventually but um then do you drop? Then do you draft Kemba Walker? But what do you get back in return? You, you yeah, get top, you get top, like Terry Rozier back. You get Terry Rozier back. Terry Rozier back. So, in my opinion, if you were going to break into that top three, you were either giving you you had to give Jalen Brown away to the Bulls or the Charlotte Hornets to make that deal work. And you don't do that trade because my man Jalen Brown. He's a top five defensive player in the league. He's up, he's up there with Kawhi. I, 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 th- I, th- I think he's all NBA defensive def- defensive potential. To be honest, I, yeah. I, th- I, I think next season he will be the best. He will be one of the best defensive guards in the league. Anyway, um, and and Joshua Koji is on the cusp of that. So I think that that competition is going to be too fierce. And if I were if I were Ryan Saunders day one, I start with Josh Okoji and I start with a more solidified prospect because, to be honest, there's too much risk in Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards doesn't have a proven three-point shot. He relies on drives. He relies on isolation. And, he, and if you want that Anthony Edwards to be effective, you have to take the ball out of DeAndre's hands, which effectively t- takes the, touches away from Carl um, Anthony Towns because that takes away the Carl anthony Towns' D'Angelo pick-and-roll, which which was actually working towards the end of the season before the lockdown.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Personally... I think my my final thoughts is that it doesn't work. I don't see how it does work.
0: No, personally, I think that unless somehow Anthony Edwards develops some playmaking into his uh, game... That he hasn't shown in college, then I don't see how how that could possibly work. Um, I mean, you could argue he is a James Harden type player in the way he's so ball dominant, ball dominant. Uh, his athleticism, um, maybe not his shoot. Well, his shooting, to be fair, they're both inconsistent. But yeah. But I'm not straight you, up comparing him to James Harden. I'm I, not I was
1: that. I, I, I was going to say because that. If you, if you if you were making that, that straight comparison, I, th- I think I would have actually been kind. Because thing it. is,
0: people look at this, like many people are looking at you know um, the big three of James Harden, Kyrie and KD. Like that's ever gonna work? that there <laughs> there's two players, two two ball dominant, and then there's one uh, superstar. It doesn't work. Yeah. It's the same thing with Minnesota.
1: Like it w- it wouldn't work, and to be. And to be to be honest, by drafting Anthony Edwards, you put Joshua Koji's future it, yeah. it, at risk. And I don't I don't think you do that because Joshua Koji as a talent is amazing. Anyway, move on to Wiseman because I've I have had enough of basically shitting on Edwards.
0: Wiseman, I'll start off with him. Um,
1: You're the Warriors fan.
0: I'll say that because I was watching ESPN on the, uh, the day after the draft. And everyone, or a lot of people were saying, uh, you know, was this the right move? Because that was the day where Clay got injured and he had the Achilles tear, whatever it was. Um, do you really go with Wiseman or do you go with the guard? Try and get Bradley Beal, blah, blah, blah. I I'm think, surprised they
1: didn't go for the Bradley Beal move.
0: I think this is a perfect move. because. Oh yeah,
1: I, I agree too.
0: If they go... A shooting guard Let's say Lamelo Ball Clay Thompson Look, comes back The next Well Lamelo Ball can play anywhere
1: Lamello isn't shooting Lamello can play any, any any position From point guard To small forward But is he really Going to play Shooting guard At the next Fine. level e-
0: e- e- Either way He'd play point guard Or shooting guard Or even small forward But anyway Clay Thompson comes back Then what do you do With say Lamelo Or whoever they drafted At shooting guard Do you ruin his potential And put him back On the bench or, you know, do you, do you draft a centre like they've done and play him at the position where he's supposed to, where the Warriors need to fill, which they have perfectly? And they've got a great um, three and not three in D, a great wing player in Kelly Oubre.
1: Yeah, an eight, and
0: uh, very young, nearly, or just younger than Yanis. Uh, I think he's 24. Um Eighteen-point score. He's got the potential to be a twenty-point scorer. Um, great athleticism, decent shot, uh, decent three-point shot. I think he was a perfect fit. I mean,
1: yeah. I, I, I'll just say that the more I look back on this draft, I think I think if if you're thinking about the perfect player for the Warriors and the way they play, you have to look at Patrick Williams. man. Patrick. Like I'm, I know he wasn't on the Warriors' radar, but Patrick Williams and his play style is exactly what you want. Like a six nine power forward with with just the most amazing wingspan, who can do everything, who can play a bit of point. Like he's basically. I know he didn't play a lot in at Florida because he just came off the bench and he was. And he was the sixth man of the year in his own conference. But, um, but I, I just think that Patrick Williams... We'll, we'll get on to him when, when uh, for Chicago. But I think Patrick Williams is a guy who... He won't be a star. And I don't think he will. Although, to be fair, Patrick Williams is the youngest player in this class. My that, problem that's with one
0: that, thing, though, is that's the...
1: The one, that's the one thing that we have to take into consideration with Patrick Williams. But we'll talk about Patrick Williams. Let's talk about, let's talk about Wiseman. Wiseman is a brilliant pick here because I honestly think that Wiseman, on the inside, offensively... And defensively. Pain and defense. He, uh, his defensive efficiency stats aren't that good, but...
0: Uh, I know that he, he does risk quite a lot sta- getting fouled. Defensive and... stats
1: are that. Uh, but, his, yeah, un- but he's... With like, his
0: build, obviously he can yeah, develop yeah, a better but, defensive but with, game.
1: But, but, with, but with, with that stuff, with... Steve Kerr, and with the defensive mastermind and that defensive brain of Ron Adams as head of assistant at, um, at Golden State, that James Wiseman can just be an immense beast. I think he can develop into a defensive, into a defen- into a defensive like all star. But I, I, just think that why, I think, I think drafting Wiseman shows two, shows two points. I think it shows that the Warriors are slowly transitioning out of small ball. Yeah. They And I think drafting Wiseman, they go back to the conventional centre, they go back to a rim-running centre who who cannot spread the floor past 15 feet because James Wiseman doesn't have a good jumper. I'm sorry, yeah. he doesn't. Um And to be fair, his workouts didn't look that impressive for the for. for, Warriors said they
0: were impressed with him,
1: but I I think they were impressed from the inside, and I I think they see I think I think Ron Adams as a defensive genius will see will see how he can get the best defense out of Wiseman, and I think, and I think Wiseman will be an all star at some point, but I think Wiseman I think more than let's say like a Lamello, who can, like a Lamelo, like a Killian Hayes and potentially a Nobi Topin. We'll, we'll talk about them later, but um, I definitely think that James Wiseman is a player that can have a massive impact um, in the future. I think he's, he is the future of um, that team. I think especially with being in the pick and roll with probably the greatest shooter in the world will allow him... Because what because what they what what teams will do is that that they will that they they will double they'll end up double teaming Curry and it'll create open it'll create open pick and rolls like an open alley oops for 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 James Wiseman and Can he's I just only interrupt gonna, you there? and he's only gonna profit he's only gonna profit. Can because, I just interrupt
0: you there? Does that then cause a problem to Draymond's game? Because a lot of the time. The pick and roll went through J- Draymond, Draymond and Steph, and I know Ste- I, Draymond's three has declined massively, and because they do the pick and uh, what's the word? Pick and pops. Pick and pops. Well, oh.
1: yeah, pick and pops. I I I because I think what people ignore is that what was really successful for the Warriors. And won them championships was the clay to Steph screens like yeah. it was when clay, clay screen for clay, clay screen for Steph and
0: Draymond screen for Steph and then Steph yeah. was in the so, corner three. Yeah,
1: so, like. so that worked. But with, with that, without clay screens, you can still amplify the Draymond um, Steph pick and pops. But at, at this point, like. It only benefits Wiseman's game because, first of all, Wiseman is a rim-running center. He he is not. We've all established that he's not a good fifth. If you take him out of the fifteen feet, he's a dead man and can't shoot. He's a bit like DeAndre Jordan. He's a bit like Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Jordan, in that manner. Like, if you if like, but in the paint, he's a beast. He is super athletic. He is super long. And if and if he muscles out a bit, which I think he will do because it's the NBA, everyone does muscle out in the end. I think he's going to have an extremely bright future. Yeah. And and no one can ask for a better pick and roll partner than Steph freaking Curry because every everyone is going to is is going to double double Steph and they're going to collapse onto James Wiseman and then everything is going to do is 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 going to go in his favor in the pick and roll.
0: And I know that, I'm going to move slightly to the Warriors and the organization in general. I know that Steph has always technically been a role model to kids in general and to the NBA fandom. But I think now that clay has gone, KD's gone, Draymond's still going to be that team leader. But I think Steph's going to be the one that, encourages people like Wiseman, you know, telling him what to do, along with Draymond. I think his leadership is going to start to brighten up a bit more.
1: I, I, I honestly think that Wiseman is in the best hands possible because yeah. he, 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 his front court partner is a three-time defensive player of the year or two times. I can't remember how many times Draymond has won it. And his pick-and-roll partner is the greatest shooter f- alive. The man, and he is in the hands of not only Steve Kerr, one of the greatest offensive coaches we've ever seen, but he's also in the hands of Ron Adams. And as Stephen A said, Ron Adams goes way under the radar. He he is the reason why the Warriors' um, defence is so good. He is the reason why KD was that defensive anchor when KD was in KD's last season. And he's the reason why Draymond and his switches are so effective. So basically, James Wiseman is in... James Wiseman is in the best situation possible for James Wiseman to succeed. And what and, and what excites me is that Golden State are finally... And I'm not criticising small ball, but they're being evolutionary in the way that they see a future with Wiseman and they're going to cater to that because they... They see the transition from Curry to Wiseman. And I like that. I really like that a lot. I really like that front office. I, I, li- I like everything they've been doing. And One thing the I'm going to quickly Bra- say... I, th- I really the... like the Kelly Calibre trade, the um, signing, so, 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 signing they did. Was, One thing what, I was going to quickly
0: say before we move on to Lamello, uh, with the whole small ball. I want I didn't want small ball for the Warriors purely because of the Lakers' threat. And because of how... Uh, well, def- uh, how really good defensively they are, but I realise that the, the changes they've made to their roster, I would take small ball back again. If I'm honest, they're a paint paint defensive team now. They've let go of the Avery Lakers. Bradley. Yeah, the Lakers.
1: Yeah, but no, but I th- I th- I think if you try and go small ball. That limits Wiseman's. No, attention. yeah,
0: one hundred percent. No, no, I don't think now they will go small ball because it's not possible. But um, I'm just saying, looking at the Lakers roster now and the threat they do, they possess a if, defensive threat.
1: If you didn't draft Wiseman, I, I I would have said go small ball. Anyway, let's go. Let's go yeah. on to Lamelo. Ah, uh,
0: as I said in the beginning, I didn't believe he was going to be going top three. I thought that. Because of his interviews, he wouldn't be in the top three. Probably be top five, potentially even to the Chicago. But Jordan wanted the money. I think Jordan wanted Jordan wanted the fame, Jordan, and he took took the mellow ball.
1: Jordan wanted the star attraction.
0: I know, and and you could argue the because I've, I've reiterated reiterated this to you and on the podcast that. He is a money maker. I think mellow Ball. Now, I, I haven't seen the uh, statistics completely for for the Pelicans whether it worked with Zion because I can't find any. But if 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 he is really the star attraction that we all say he is, then I think this is a win for, for Charlotte. If I'm honest,
1: I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you what Charlotte are going to have loads of televised games next year.
0: Yeah, and Charlotte,
1: the i get, I guarantee to have TV money now.
0: They are gonna get some cashola. Their revenue stream is going up. Their worth is going up. Jordan will finally be praised for something as a and GM, Jordan, uh, as a uh, uh, owner. Sorry,
1: <laughs> and, and, jo- and Jordan will end up selling the team next season. I bet. I bet you. No, no, I no. Look,
0: he's got so much money that I don't even think he, no, need, no, want, no, he needs he, to sell yeah, it. Yeah,
1: but the fact is he's lost so much money in the investment. So I know, I know this is my little NBA conspiracy. But what if he's drafted Lamelo to get to get the value up to have to have a decent rookie season, and then basically a, a, like one of the Russian oligarchs who has always been interested in buying the Charlotte Hornets just c- comes along, put, puts 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 three puts one billion down buys the club. That's yeah. But I,
0: the the team's worth right now one point five. How is it? It's not really gonna skyrocket to like two billion in one season, is it? Though.
1: Yeah, mm, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Anyway, that's my little that's my little NBA conspiracy because I I still think that Jordan wants to sell the team. He he's been he's wanted he's wanted to sell the team for three years, Matt. I know. I mean, and, I
0: thought he sold it last year, if I'm honest.
1: And he nearly sold it last year, but he backed out last minute.
0: Yeah, but so, directing our attention to Lamello Ball. Okay. Um, I, the don't like the I, fit.
1: Have... I don't like the fit here. I'll, I'll just say it. I don't like the fit.
0: Right, okay. Well, I was going to say I like it. The only problem I have is that there's too many guards at this point. I'll get rid of Terry Rogier. And his massive waste of a contract. Just keep Devonte Graham, and I think you'll be perfectly fine. And get a center.
1: That that's the big thing, and they need to get rid of Cody Zeller's contract as well.
0: Yeah, Co- but then again, the, if they got rid of Cody, then they would have no front court because yeah, Bismack's they- probably going to go unless they re-sign him.
1: But but Cody's contract is awful.
0: For his like, talent, yeah, but it's not terrible. It's, it's, it's not, not on the level of Nicholas Batum. It's,
1: it's, no, to be to be fair, they're in the pro basically. Basically, but Jordan is it is in negotiations with uh, Batum to pay off his contract to pay yeah, off the 20, or to waive him to wa to so it's to basically waive the twenty four million that he's owed. Twenty seven. To be fair, Nicholas Batum this year will make more money than about ten. About 10, ten All-Stars.
0: It's, it's nothing compared to Evan Turner, and I, I don't even want to get into him. But no. um, with LaMelo Ball, if, if, if his potential is as high as we all say it is, and what, it, uh, what he showed in Australia and in the last few months of high school, I think that he could really show something to the Hornets. Because the thing is, let's, let's not forget, they finished ninth. With a dreadful team last year.
1: No, no, I, no, I still think they're going to do well. Look, I, I think, I think Devonte Graham's an all star. I will sing my praises about Devontae Graham, like because Just that if man, he's
0: consistent with it.
1: That man, that man deserves respect, especially going going undrafted and doing what he's done, and his and, and his backstory as well, and making it through the G League and stuff to the point where. He's an all-star. Some like real NBA 2K, my career type, type storyline with Devonta Gray, yeah. but still, um, but, 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 any, but, but, but what I will say is that, um, there is, there, I, I have this pessimism with, when it comes to Lamelo ball, because at the end of the day, it's, it's tough on defense, you know, it's, it's tough on the shot. like, to be fair and and I don't I don't believe in their coach because he's a rookie coach he hasn't really done anything in the NBA like the, that situation is I can't remember the name of the coach I need, I need to get I need to get out um, but
0: the point is but, though
1: but it's a rookie coach it's a rookie point guard who's really naive. Um, who's got fantastic playmaking, best playmaker in the draft, and probably probably one of the best playmakers that that's ever come out of the draft. And I'm I'm being serious when I say this: Luka Doncic, Lamelo Ball, and LeBron James are the best playmakers to ever to ever come out of the draft as rookies. I'm being serious. I know yeah. uh, Lamelo's court vision is immense.
0: No, no, no. My- obviously the vision but, but, but what, is amazing, but whether he but, just translates that into the NBA.
1: But, but what I'm saying is that the offensive game is gonna struggle. And to be honest, like the pieces he has around him, Devontae and if they are gonna play a two point guard lineup, like Devontae Graham is really small. Devontae Graham is really small. From, from no, but the this this guard.
0: season he's been playing a lot of shooting guard.
1: No, but yeah, but he was the main ball handler, like. Yeah, I know. Uh, right, I at the at the end of the day at the end at the end of the day, regard regardless of what happens, Devontae Graham will get less minutes and get and get less plays. Which is which is unfair on him.
0: I th- I think no, I think uh, what they'll do, if I may interrupt you, with Devontae Graham, is that they'll utilise him more of a as a spot up shooter, catch and shoot. Although that's not really his game. I think that's what they might try and turn him into because that's what Lamello's going to... like. Lamello's going to be the one feeding the ball to everyone. Devontae Graham needs to be ready for the catch-and-shoot shot, whether it's on the wing, top, corner. I think to that's what fair, they'll utilise with his game now.
1: To be fair, on catch-and-shoot, I don't think he did that.
0: No, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I think that was his weak point.
1: That he couldn't um, shoot off the dribble.
0: Yeah. Um, but listen, at the end of the day... He makes money for the team. He's a great, amazing playmaker coming out of the draft, as you said. Whether he utilises it to the best of his ability and to the best of the team's ability, because that's the most important thing. Whether they can finally make the playoffs to Charlotte Hornets is the key.
1: And guess who the coach is? A a second-year rookie coach called James Borrego. I didn't even know his name. Like... (laughs) And to be fair, he's done well. Like what he did with Charlotte last year was well. But to be fair, you're telling me that that you're going to have Lamelo Ball, the player that needs the most coaching, the most coach intervention, and you're going to have a guy like James. I'm not. I'm not saying James Borrego is bad coach, but I'm sorry. But listen, you need, I, I think you needed an established coach. You need you needed someone who can sit Lamelo down and said. Uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give a toss on defense. You're gonna have to you to use the physical attributes that you have. You're, you're six, eight, you're six, eight, six, nine. You could you have you have a decent wingspan. If you put if you put some muscle on and you and you put effort in on defense, you could e you should be good on defense. But the fact is, what he lacks on defense is he doesn't know how to defend because he doesn't switch on on defence.
0: He's brain dead,
1: and he doesn't have the effort to move around the court on defence. He barely switches on pick and rolls. He gets blown by in pick and roll. His defensive is going to really hurt. And the fact is, Devontae Graham is an awful defender. That backcourt is bad.
0: The backcourt defensively is bad, I know. But let me just point out, who is the owner of... The Charlotte Hornets. One of the best defensive players ever.
1: I wouldn't the say the best, best offensive player ever. Best offensive player ever. Defensive player ever. I I would argue. He doesn't win t- two
0: defensive players of the years and a defensive player and MVP in one season for no reason. But he's the owner and he's as involved with the Charlotte Hornets on court, off court, as Mark Cuban is with with the Mavericks.
1: That yeah, that that is a positive, and I think that influence might help the team. But I, but I, I and let's not forget the coach.
0: They made they
1: made the ninth seed in the East. But I, I, to be fair, Lamello ne- needs mentoring, and I'm glad no, Jordan's. No. I'm glad Jordan's there. But you're telling me that, and Jordan's not going to be there at every practice, at every coaching session, like. It is going to be James Borrego with Lamelo, yeah. And you and you're telling me that a second year coach who had shaky bit who had shaky bits controlling the tempers of a Miles Bridges, of a Malik Monk, and their outbursts during last year's season. And you're gonna tell me that he's going to control control a Lavar Bull and he's gonna control a Lomelo Ball bull on the sidelines. Because Lamelo Lavar Bull is gonna be far more involved with Lamelo and the Charlotte Hornets than he was with with Lonzo and the Lakers because I think Levar knew with the Lakers there was this structure there was Le, it was LeBron's team they're much LeBron, bigger than him yeah but I th- but I think with, with Charlotte Le- Levar Levar can infiltrate mm. I I I think throughout the season and this is the Levar effect you all have Levar like they Levar will try and come into training. Levan's just that type of guy. I Alex will say Le- he's
0: calmed He's calmed down quite a lot since... Yeah, he he hasn't been... Because the only thing he's really said about Lamelo being drafted is that he, he didn't even say oh, he's definitely going number one or this and that. He was just saying I'd prefer him to go to Detroit or New York, I think it was, because of the coaching.
1: Yeah, but... And, 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 this is, and this is the point. Like, to be honest, the best coach... To be honest, to be honest, this is why Obi Topin is lucky. Obi Topin is in a situation where he where he's being coached by a, a dog, an absolute and and probably the best coach in the lottery lottery, apart from Steve Kerr, <clears throat> in a Tom Thibodeau. Anyway, I, anyway. my my final my th- final thoughts on <clears throat> La, on Lamelo Charlotte. He's he's going to improve everyone's offensive game around him. P. J. Washington is go is going to love that pick and roll. Cody Zeller, if if he stays, is gonna ha- is gonna have better pick and rolls and better offense. Marles Bridges is gonna get more open shots. Um Devontae Graham is gonna get more open shots if he can improve, it's catch and shoot. We'll see about that. But I I dread their team defensively because first of all, Cody Zeller, awful on defense, PJ Washington as a power forward, is their only legitimate defensive player. Miles Bridges cannot defend for his life. Devontae Graham, one of the worst guard defenders I've seen, and that's because of his height. That is because of his height. Yeah. Um, I mean, and there LeMet- is still
0: Trey Young. Don't even get uh, us tired on Trae Young.
1: Um, and, anyway, what, what I will say is that this team, as you said, for, that makes sense for financial and media reason. TV money and whatever, and on the offensive end, even even a young coach like James Borrego can think of sets, can think of flashy offense for that team. the The fact is, will be how he gets Lamelo to actually be involved on the offensive end, and um, to the point where he doesn't drag down, drag it down with his shooting. And how he gets involved on the defensive end. That's all I'll say about Lamelo.
0: Yep. Uh, looking at Patrick Williams now, I'd argue player-wise, he's. A, I'm not denying his potential in his uh, game. I'm just saying that he it might be too high. It might have been too high to draft him at four.
1: Well, well I will say that he is the best fit for Chicago because you because if you think of what they needed to be fair they're overloaded with guards, so unless they got a special guy like, like lamello or Ki, lamello, or if they if they thought of Killian in that way they were they, they weren't they weren't going to move for, for 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 a guard because they've got three point guards that are overpaid and and kobe white's inconsistent, and they've got Zach Levine. Who's basically become their de facto point guard, or two yeah. guard?
0: But how, um, how do you see him fit?
1: I think Patrick Williams is the best fit because to be to be to be honest, Otto Porter Jr. injured as hell, barely played. I th- so I think Patrick Williams, as a small forward, power forward, can play both the four and the, uh, the three and the three and the four. Um, he's six nine, um, with a very long wingspan. Defense, defensive intensity, brilliant. Um, first of, and he knows how to be effective in a very small role that, that, that was seen at, at, at FSU because um, he came off the bench to only score nine points in, in only about 20 minutes, which was impressive to to, to, to score nine points, get a few rebounds and get a few blocks in 20 minutes every night, really consistent on, on, uh, First of all, people need to remember Patrick Williams is also the youngest person in this draft, by far. Um, I think he beats Lamelo by a few months. Um, um, I don't know about that. But, no, because because on the ESPN broadcast they said he was the uh, the Patrick Williams was the youngest. Perhaps. Let me just check
0: that. Um, Lamelo's um, no, he's just. He's just, he's just older than the mellow. By... Right. By a few days.
1: To be, to be, to be fair, that then what, then what Jay will said on on the ESPN on draft night was wrong. And it, anyway, so he's he's probably the young, one of the youngest players in this draft, has got so much potential. Um, he he's proven he can be effective in small minutes. Long wing span. He, and to be fair, he could, for a small forward, power forward, he's a really good rebounder, really good defensive intensity, has shown that he can shoot the three, has shown it. Um, he has shown he's really athletic. He's shown he can roll to the rim. He can dunk. And the fact is, in some games for Florida, he played center. So he's played, he's, he's played small forward to center. Like, and he's got the skills to play all three positions. Like, and he's one of the youngest in the draft. So Bay, I'm not saying that he's going to be an all star. I don't, I don't think that we haven't seen that much out of him because, to be fair, he he played half the season at Florida University before lockdown, and he was only playing 20 minutes a game as a sixth man, and he won sixth man of the year. That he has a very limited role compared to others in this draft. I I just think that for what he's shown in spurts, of, of the fact that he can play the small forward, power forward, and at times he can play very much small ball at the centre position, I just think, and considering his age, I honestly think, and and to be fair, they, they needed a forward who could go in there and replace Otto Porter Jr., and at times can can play a bit of power forward. Like I think I th- I think he, he was. If you look on paper, he takes every box for 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 Chicago. Where, I was going to ask and now, you. And now whether that's too early or not, that's not my problem. If you're telling me just about is this a good selection? Yes, it is.
0: I was going to ask you: Do you think he's? the most NBA-ready player you could argue?
1: Oh, you could, you could definitely make that argument. You could definitely make that argument. Because, to be fair, he... Look, he only... First of all, and what's most impressive about him is that he only turned 19 in August. So basically, you're telling me that as an 18-year-old, he was showing that he can play all three positions he can shoot, he can defend, and he can rebound at the age of eighteen on limited minutes and doing it effectively, shooting like yes, probably probably one of the most nBA ready players, and to be fair, because of his age, he might grow into something more because he has shown he's an all round player
0: i'd argue well, I think that he'd probably be a key piece to an NBA championship team. Yeah. Like if, if, if the Warriors even drafted him, like he's a piece that can help on all ends of the floor, get to a championship.
1: Yeah. I, and, and to be fair, what that type of player coming out of college, you only expect to be in their third or fourth years, as you saw with, um, okay. um, was, uh, was that guy out of, um, in Phoenix? Um, that shoots the three really well. Not Cameron Johnson, the other guy. Uh, Br- uh, M- M- Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, basically, Mikael Bridges is basically a older version of what Patrick Williams is now. And this is what excites me. If Patrick Williams can already be a Mikael Bridges at 18 years old, and considering that Mikael is already 23, there is... There is the argument that Patrick Williams is the most NBA-ready player, but he also has the potential to be something further. And to be honest, he needs to put muscle on. So if he puts muscle on and develops into, look, I I I, I am not put, I. I only heard this comparison coming out of J, of Jay Bylas' mouth. Jay Bylas is the um, ESPN uh, NCAA uh, guy for for ESPN. He he said that Pat, a young Patrick Williams reminds him of a young Kawhi Leonard. I'm just going to leave it there.
0: Tell you what, I'm not even being funny. I was actually going to say something about Kawhi Leonard, him being a similar Kawhi Leonard player.
1: Yeah, and to be fair, I'm just going to leave that there. I'm not saying he's going to be the next Kawhi Leonard, but the way that he's NBA ready, in the way that Kawhi was going into his first season, and how young Kawhi was... And how Kawhi made made an impact over time, I'm sorry. Like Patrick Williams has everything going for him, so in that way, I can defend him going full. Now the argument is, could could you have drafted traded down? I don't know you. I was what, gonna. What, say, that what,
0: was my point. That what, what are your thoughts? Sh-
1: what are your thoughts on Patrick Williams?
0: Well, speaking of the draft thing, that was my point that they should have drafted him lower or drafted down. To draft him lower or I mean tra-
1: no trade it, down, trade it
0: down trade it down, sorry yeah, um, now, do they risk that maybe someone else takes him higher because there was so much talk of him going top five, yeah like coming coming up to the draft uh, literally up to the draft um, but
1: but what do you think about him as a selection as a player like as the fit in Chicago
0: otto, as you said otto Porter's injury prone I mean, I don't know why they still keep a hold of him, but they do, unfortunately. Um, I think they needed... Because they've got Wendell Carter Jr. He's a great player at centre. Um, power forward, they've got Thad Young, I think.
1: And Laurie Marknan
0: And Laurie Marknan. He's
1: fallen off the earth.
0: Yeah, and and that's why you, ha- you have to draft a, a small forward, I think, in that. Because originally, I think... We, we were all under the hope that they Danny draft Adviger. Danny Edvige, yeah. Because Denny Advija was, at the time, top five prospect. Um, but in the end, I think Patrick Williams was a great take. Um, as you said, Kawhi Leonard-like. Is he more than a 15-point scorer? I don't know, but we said the same thing about Kawhi. And now he's a superstar. I'm not we're, obviously we're not saying he's a Kawhi. Le, he, he's going to be like Kawhi, but you know there the, is a the si- potential.
1: The si- the the, si- the similarities are there.
0: You could and argue he's be- maybe more OG Ananobi, yeah, than uh, Kawhi, but still, scoring not the greatest. Defensive very good, athleticism very good, and overall great pickup for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Um, um, moving on to Cleveland and Isaac Okoro. Now, to you, I said this. I made this on the Trade NBA website, and my original draft was putting Okoro actually at five for Cleveland.
1: So well done! Well done on the prediction. I know.
0: I, I, I don't know. I, I like this trade. Uh, I like this draft personally. Now, considering that what's his face, um, Kevin, Kevin Porter Junior has been in uh, some serious he, trouble.
1: Um, he's been let go on bail, and he he might be allowed to go on the training camp. It's just,
0: a, a question: does this maybe affect his game mentally?
1: Yeah, to be fair, to be fair, if you were if you're arrested in that meh, on that I allegation, mean, on fair, that On that allegation, like, and to be fair, innocent till proven guilty again. again, That he, his lawyers are arguing it was racial profiling.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could argue, I mean, it it may not really happen mentally because Chris Stapps had a similar off season and he came back the beast that he was, maybe not athletically.
1: I I would argue that the allegation against Chris Stapps was so bad, was so severe. Because yeah, but he influence. still came back
0: the same as uh, yeah. he was before he got yeah. injured.
1: Because because the fact is, with this, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to go on about Kevin Boy. But the fact is about Kevin Boy Junior is that there there is this question about. Yeah, look, yes, he owned the he owned the thing that he got arrested for, but but was the police overreactive in arresting him for it? That's the question. That I mean, lawyers- to be fair,
0: there was two incidents because there was there was a car crash where after the, when they searched him, there was a, a firearm in his possession, and then there was I think the sexual assault incident that came a few uh, a few days later. So there's a lot going on in his mind, obviously, but maybe camp takes it, his mind off it. Basketball takes his mind off it. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Kevin. We are talking about Isaac Cora absolutely amazing defensive perimeter perimeter defender
1: I I I I I I personally think that this is not an overreaction I think that if 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 in the right system and under the right coach like John Beeline who's a who if you look at his time at Michigan and he's already improved Darius Garland defensively he's already improved Colin Sexton defensively even he's even done a job on Kevin Porter Jr. like yeah but and I think, I th- I think that m- I'm not I'm not overreacting to this, but there is a chance Okoro in his first season is one of the best defensive players in the East.
0: I will say though um, that I don't think he will be starting. I think that I will be Kevin Porter Junior. If his head is in the right state. Oh, yeah, because his game it, is still in the right state.
1: Because Kevin... I'm not. final thing I'll say on Kevin Porter, Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. was looking like an all-star at the and end of...
0: From workouts that he had with Carmelo, I think, he looked to improve his three-point yeah. shot and his mid-range but, game.
1: But what, but what I'll say about Coro is that um, he has no playmaking, or his playmaking is non-existent, and his shooting is just awful. The the, for, the form is bad. The form is really bad. yeah uh, And in a, in a game f-
0: that you require shooting at all positions, it's going to be an L. But then again, he's joining the NBA, higher he's level a, coaching. He might develop some sort of under very, he's, or he's offensive under, game.
1: He's under a very good all-round coach in John Beeline. Yeah.
0: That- and I think the I mean, obviously, we we never saw Okoro as a standout offensive player. We saw his defense in Auburn. He was one of the he was a standout player in Auburn as a freshman, um, and I think Ooh. that him adding a defensive presence alongside Drummond, who's the pain defender of that team, the rebounder. You've got Okoro on the uh, perimeter. You're now introducing, as you said. Colin sexton and Darius garland their potential, uh, defensive potential was getting a bit higher. I think yeah.
1: that, that team, that's I'm team not saying
0: League. this team's making the playoffs because you know how the east is quite weak, but i wouldn't deny anything
1: no i, do, to, I wouldn't to, deny a possibility no, but to, to be to be fair for Cleveland to make the or to make um to to make the playoffs. Uh, it all relies on Colin Sexton and how good yeah. Colin Sexton is. Because I reckon he could to, be
0: a twenty-point scorer this year,
1: like uh, twenty-five-point scorer.
0: Because the yeah. Aaron Fox, just like the yes. Aaron Fox.
1: Um. And anyway, um. My 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 quick points on O'Koro is that he will be such a good such a good. Def- i th- I'm gonna stick to my hot take. I think, I think from day one, and, and starting from the bench, he may be one of the def- best defensive players in the, in the East.
0: Yeah. Swiftly moving on, um, to, to fav- your to favourite, favourite player, player in the draft. I was just yeah, going to my... say, Onyeka.
1: Oh on my group. God, I, I, I love this guy. I love his intensity. I lo- be- be- best, blocker, best blocker in the draft. Best, best rebounder in the draft. Best defensive, best defensive big man in the draft. The way that he switches is beautiful. Like
0: pick and roll game.
1: His pick and roll game, and this is why. Like the Trey Young, Danilo, Danilo Gallinari as a point forward. Those pick and rolls. What with a Jordan.
0: front court as well, John Collins. That, uh, that,
1: that 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 front court is Lob City baby like yeah, but you've got
0: my... the, i don't think he'll start in his first season you have got clink compeller who can catch lobs all day on the bench you've got onyeka catching lobs and I... with the pick and roll yeah like, and, it and... is the clippers of what was it 09 010 09 to if, 012, yeah.
1: o- 12. Yeah. but um i on i honestly think onyeka will be I, I honestly think on defence, Onyeka has Rudy Gobert level defensive potential. Yeah,
0: because, I mean, as a centre, or well, he plays at the centre position, he is a bit undersized. But, but I don't but think that stops
1: him. Ha, the hops yeah. he has, that, that boy. I, I just love the intensity and the passion that he brings. And to be fair, that pick and roll with Trey Young. My honestly, God. I if I genuinely
0: he, think that they can, I mean, I'm saying this with every team at this point, but, but
1: no, no. The
0: they now well, got. Uh, oh, wait! They've got they Danilo got, Gallinari. Yeah, they're making it, the playoffs. I'm sorry, they're making yeah, but, the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, to be fair, um, currently Atlanta is like the fourth best team in the East. Hmm. No, they're better. I mean, than if Philly th- drop th-
0: off, because if no, Philly I'm, drop I'm, off, I'm,
1: so, I'm sorry, they're better than Indiana.
0: Oh right, yeah, yeah. With the, in, in, no, definitely 15, Indiana. 15
1: they're better than indiana so therefore at the moment they're the fifth seed Atlanta yeah. currently the fifth seed honestly
0: anyway. i g- i genuinely think this year there will be a fight for the uh, eastern conference
1: yeah because because literally i'm i'm sorry if trey young has a massive jump if trey young becomes a 30 point scorer not even that
0: season, he had a great season this season if he continues the same thing that he did then inclu- and including better assist numbers and they're making and because, the playoffs.
1: And, and because he, and because I'm not even kidding, guy,
0: I'll put this in the intro. They're making the playoffs. I don't care. Yeah
1: like, yeah, like literally, I agree with you because they've literally got two of the best young big men in the league that have got so much defensive potential. Clint Capella is nothing to sniff your head about. They've got a point forward in Danilo Gallinari who can share ball handling duties and gives you a second ball handler. They've got Kevin Herter coming off the bench. And and um, that all that all that they need to sign in free agency is a decent starting shooting guard, and then they're sorted.
0: Yeah, I mean honestly, for the Hawks, I'm excited. On on Yeka's game, I'll talk about. Um, I mean, you've basically summed it all up. Amazing defensive potential and defensive game already. I'm hoping he translates it into the NBA. Um, Offensively, he's great as well in the paint. Obviously, he's not got a very good shot. Um, he, whether that like will Weis- be a problem?
1: He, he's a bit like Wiseman. Both Wiseman on on, on Yak. Yekker- he, he's, he's a, too, a smaller too. Wiseman, he- I think,
0: with a better with better defense.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. Ah. Oh. Ah. Okay. I've just looked at the roster of uh, Atlanta.
1: They need now, a shooting guard.
0: Well, there's there's the thing. They've got Tony Snell, who they've just signed,
1: Yeah, a forward.
0: small forward shooting guard. He could. They've got Jeff Teague, and they've just got um, Chris Dunn. Now, obviously, offensively, he's dreadful. Who well, Chris Dunn? Chris Dunn, yeah, but he doesn't have that bad defensive, uh, well, a, a, bad, a, that bad a, of a defensive a, game.
1: He he's he's a bit like uh, Frank good old Frank Neil
0: Oh, I was going to say, I, was, I thought he was talking about Frank Kaminsky. I was like, mm. <laughs> but um, anyway, Onyeka, final thoughts, great player, as you said, I'd love to see what happens with him and the Hawks,
1: I, I, the potential that so they have. To, to be to be fair, I'm going I'm, I'm to change my thing, Onyeka, Onyeka's my favourite prospect in this draft, I love his personality, I love his mum, his mum is so funny, like, yeah. he, his 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 mum, and like yeah, that she was so funny in his pre-draft interview. It it was it was just so funny. I'd recommend you go watch it on ESPN. But anyway, I, think I saw and, something
0: about. Uh, I think I think I saw it, but yeah. Um. Uh,
1: let's go number seven.
0: Seven this, the Frenchman Killian A's to the Pistons. The Pistons have acquired a lot. This draft I, and look, free agency.
1: Look. look. The Pistons I don't like that what the Pistons moves, but we'll get that for, we'll we'll move into that for, for later on. Firstly, they've ju- they've in my opinion, they've just drafted the rookie of the year. Oh. Because okay. I because I I will say that Killian Hayes but look, I think Derek Rose is on his way out. Derek Rose's agent, has said he wants out. It's just whether they find a move... It's whether they find a trade for him. I don't
0: think he goes to the Lakers. I,
1: I've, e- I, I, I've even heard talks about him going to Houston in the three-team trade. Right? Mm. But, but anyway, Kylian Hay- Hayes, at the start of the season, will be the starting point guard for the, for the Detroit Pistons. I have no doubt in my mind. Um, yeah. And he will carry them offensively. Um, he is also, and what people don't realise is that he's he's also been drafted to a team with his best friend in Seku Dimboya, who went last year. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you don't know on Instagram, Seku and um, Seku and Killian are a bit like us. So they're like, tight yeah. Tied to, um, but so so I think I think having his like best friend is a massive help but but he's half American so the English shouldn't be a trouble for Killian because he's got an American mother but that, that that's that that shouldn't be the issue but i ju- i just think that Killian will absolutely be the point guard because he will control that offense that offense will go through him he's so i i i just i just believe in Killian like for, for, me, for me, he will have the most touches on this team and he will basically dictate where Detroit go. And to be honest, if he has a successful rookie season, in my mind, Detroit are the eighth seed.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> but um,
1: what do you think about Killian? Kevin
0: team? O'Connor. <clears throat> Kevin O'Connor compared him to the likes of James Harden.
1: I don't get that comparison.
0: No, I. I was gonna say, do you agree with that? But I.
1: I look. I believe. I believe that Killian. I believe that Killian will be a fantastic shooter. I. Mm. I believe. I don't believe he will be the best shooter in this draft. I will tell you who I think is the best shooter in the draft when we come to him. Um. Later on. But um, I I st- I think that he he has a brilliant mix. Like I believe that Killian could be the best isolation player in this draft because if you look at his isolation play in both Germany and France, like no one would like no one had more isolations than him in Europe, and been more successful than him. His his step back shot, which is the main reason why Kevin compared him to James Harden, is. Quite good, Uh, but his his vision is quite good. But what Killian really and this is ironic, Killian really reminds me of a young Derek Rose. The way I could
0: actually see that to be fair, the uh, a
1: Chicago the Chicago Derek Rose Killian really reminds me of that because Killian loves loves to um, draw out his defender and then drive. He doesn't have the best bounce, which I th- I th- I think.
0: Well, and, he is due to his uh, oh, actually no, he's six five. So
1: I, I and and he's not, and he's not the best in contact. But he loves to, he loves to get to, I, and but he has good three throw shooting. So I think, I think with Killian, it's all about these factors. But I think I think I think with Killian is he's a general. He really reminds me of Chris Paul in that way the way that he organises his offence. And I think just for that fact alone, he'll be Rookie of the Year.
0: Moving on to number eight, we have the Knicks. Now, all these years they've drafted the wrong players. They've not been able to get the number one pick. But now at seven or eight, they've drafted Obi Topin. the New Yorker himself.
1: To be honest, To be honest, I I completely disagree with um, Stephen A. I think what they've done here is they've drafted the best player available. Well, 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 well.
0: Um, Stephen A, I think his main point was that
1: he wanted
0: Tyrese Halliburton.
1: They needed a guard. Let's be honest. But let's remember... That at this point in the, in the draft, um, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get an all star level player. And to be and to be fair, the fact that Obi Topin, a top five player, is available at eight, you you go for it. Like, but I, I have my concerns. I mean, Protected
0: to go top three, so I I I
1: I, I have my concerns about Obi Topin. First of all, I don't really think that he's gonna be a reliable three point shooter at the NBA level, although he did shoot well in college. Uh but that was on very limited attempts and to be honest, he 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 wasn't he had to be in the set positions to shoot. Like he he couldn't create his own three point shot. Um and yeah, so that that concerns me, but Obi Topin by far is the most apart from Onyeka, is the most Physically gifted player in this draft class. Yeah. The the man has the most bounce in the draft class. Um, he can, the way that he can just glide, and in that way, to be honest, he reminds me of Zion. Or well, Blake.
0: Remember, think a bit he,
1: more. I I I still I still see the comparisons with Zion because because the way that the way that Obi can make his way to the rim in a few steps and just dominate and just barge his way through is is impressive. Now, now the fact is, Obi Topin, he's actually a decent mid-range scorer. So the fact is, if he's stopped by a bigger sensor, he can just pull up. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about his three-point shooting and I'm worried about his awful defence.
0: And his height and... Wingspan and he should the position be better. he plays, he should be better.
1: He should be better. I think, but I think, and to be honest, there's too many forwards for the Knicks. They're gonna have to get rid of Julius Randall at this point because if Obi Topin doesn't start, I don't really understand why you why you've not drafted him. I I honestly think what you do is you you stick it out with Obi Topin and the, and. Mitchell Robinson as your power forward center, center. and then as your small forward, I, I I don't really know what you do. You you put Kevin you put Kevin Knox, I guess, if he's still even. You know, R.J. Bauer is still a be, yeah, but yeah, but R.J. To be fair, they've got no actual shooting guard. So R.J. plays shooting guard. He's not yeah. a good shooting guard. And then they and then Frank will play point guard until the until they sort their point guard problem out.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so their so their lineup is effectively Frank, point guard, shooting guard, um, R.J. Barrett, small forward, Kevin Knox, put power forward, Obi Topin um, and center Mitchell Robinson. To be fair, I like that lineup. But or Julius Randle. T- Julius Randle will have to be traded away for a point guard in a sign and trade. Yeah. Like. Like.
0: What point guard though?
1: Uh, John Wall's available. Jo- John Rajan, available. Rondo,
0: you they could sign Rajan. They could
1: they could sign Rajan, and and then that sorts their point guard problem out. But um yeah, I I I look, I I still think that that, that, that they're going to make this stupid move and trade for Westbrook because Leon Rose has been fascinated with Westbrook even when he was one of Westbrook's agents um when so- because Leon Rose was um, the one who negotiated Russell Westbrook's Supermax with um, Oklahoma. Fun fact, if you didn't know. Um, so that, so there's that connection. I, and there's, there's clearly been conversations between New York and and OKC. Uh, and Houston, rather. Sorry. And yeah, so it's, the conversation is there. And I'm just a bit worried that Russell Westbrook will slow down the development of a very young team. And I think, I th- I think, Obi-, I think Obi Topin is the wrong player for the, for the wrong coach because I do not understand how Tom Thibodeau will be excited about working with a player who doesn't even know the basic fundamentals of defence. And what makes it even worse is that he's a two-year NCAA player. Like, if you spend two or three years in the NCAA, you should know how to defend, because realistically, there is there is very little difference in the. They literally in the they, type they of defense you learn. They are the reason there's learn. a full
0: court press. The NCAA is the reason there's a full court press. People that people when they look at a full court press in the NBA, they say NCAA press uh, for a reason.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, that's my thoughts on Obi's open. What's your thoughts?
0: Uh, don't care. Now nah, on a real, um, he's got the potential to be a leader. He's motivated. He's t- he, uh, considering he's twenty-two years of age at the same, a uh, lower level than most of these players. I'd that's say it's w- a bit concerning. Worrying.
1: Yeah, yeah but, but to be fair, that, that's what happens when you play when you play nearly three years in college, and you don't come out of the draft in your first year. And anyway, I don't really, I don't really want to talk about open because that's the New York Knicks situation, and anyone who's a New York Knicks fan is just look. I understand why you, you, I, I understand why you drafting because I, th- I honestly think, with on his offensive talent base alone, he probably is the be- the best available player, and that's no knock on Denny, and that's no knock on Kira, um, Kira and Halliburton who dropped a bit, but um. Obi-Tobin was the best player available and he had to be taken here. Anyway, Moving,
0: uh, moving swiftly, I've just repeated that. Moving on to Washington and they drafted Denny of Deer. Now, I don't know about this one. Do they, in this case, play Bertans at the power forward? But then there's a problem with Rui Hashimura. Or does Denny play on the bench and then you don't, maybe don't utilise his potential as much. Because now let me just recap you on the roster. They've not only re-signed... What's his face? Uh, Bertans. They've got Evdia. they got Robin Lopez. Shabazz and Apiola, they already had him. Um, And Raul Neto. That's a lot. Can I just suggest
1: that... Can I just say something like first of all if if you're if you if you are if you are washington you do not hurt the development of rui hashimura because what rui hashimura in one season and a bit or one season he's done in washington and and that boy thomas bryan thomas bryan and rishi and rui hashimura are the future of that team thomas bryan is a bit like christian wood he came out he came out of he came out of his shell a bit and he looks honestly like one of the one of the better centers in the east hmm. he, to me to me, Rui Ru Hashimura is an all star in waiting because the the just the, the defensive potential of the guy you yeah, know defensively yeah off, 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 offen- offensively he still has to work on, but what i would do is i would honestly... look if if um, John Wall's never going to play in a, in a Washington jersey again and they're going to have to trade him for mm. for a bad contract like Westbrook like if look if it was me I think what I would do is De- Denny would be your sixth man coming off the bench
0: yeah I'd see that um, I mean they've got a lot on their plate they've got a lot of players in their roster what does Scott Brooks do with this squad? Because Bradley Beal, if they don't change something, he will click and he will say, I don't want to be here anymore, despite saying that I want to be the leader of this team.
1: Look, I, th- I honestly think, I, unless Thomas Bryan doesn't become an all-star, I, I honestly didn't think there's a chance that Thomas Bryan may just become... I, when I see Thomas Bryan, I, I see a young, a young version of Dwight Howard, mm. Orlando Dwight Howard, and to be and to be honest, if he continues his development, I I think he's knocking for a spot on the All Star team, especially in, the, in 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 a weaker Eastern Conference position at the like center position, because to be honest, like I, I, I could say say that Thomas Bryan. Could easily be an all-star reserve center. Yeah. Um. And if and if he develops, then that then that gives you two two that gives you two all-stars in Bradley Beal and Thomas Bryan, and then depending on how how she develops on the offensive end, like, like to be honest, Denny Denny isn't going to be an all-star because Denny I, I think has too many limitations
0: again i think he's one of the players that you add to a championship uh, roster
1: yeah yeah exactly and i think i think it i think the only positives that they ha- that washington have is that they have they have a top 3 three point shooter in the league in bertons they have bradley bill they managed to keep bradley bill and they have, they have a future all star in Thomas Bryan. Yeah, I think that's the only positives. And then you need to trade John Wall immediately.
0: Yeah, no, I think you'll decrease morale. Although I'll just comment on John Wall in that I'm surprised he wants out of Washington because. He said he's going to be this new beast when he comes out, come, comes back from injury, you know, talking yep. this and that.
1: But what But what I will say is that if if they manage to um, patch this relationship and John Wall, in a month's time, changes his tune and says, I want to stay, Washington is making the playoffs. Because...
0: Like they should be, or like they should have...
1: No, because... To, because if John if John Moore is, it will, if John Moore lines up on the first, game, it lines up for the Washington Wizards coming into next season, next month, there is no reason why they do, why they are not a sixth or seventh seed. Yeah. Because because. Jesus. To be honest, because to so be so much because, potential. Because to be honest, you've got you've got, you've pra- you've got a top three shooting guard in Bradley Bill. You've got, a semi, you've got a semi-decent point guard in John Wall that has regressed and has had two lower body injuries. And then you have, a, you have an all-star centre in Thomas Bryan. There's no, there's no reason why you should avoid the playoffs if John Wall comes back. And to be honest, with Thomas Bryan's development and Bradley Beal's just awesomeness, I honestly think they can make the eighth seed regardless.
0: Ah, uh, can't really wait de- for the season to start. It,
1: re- it, re- it just really depends on how Thomas Bryant develops. Yeah, and to be and to be honest, Thomas Bryant is my pick for most improved. Okay, so tenth pick, Jalen Smith. Let's go.
0: Now, I'm I'm not going to lie. I don't have superior knowledge on Jalen Smith. I think I'm going to leave this to you, and then I'll just wow. go off what you say.
1: I look, look, Jalen Smith. Um. I, young center, power forward. If I I only watched a few college games of him, and to be and to be honest, I didn't really watch m- much of um, the Sun Belt Conference where he's from. The con I don't I, do, I don't really watch Sun Belt basketball. It's actually quite boring. But anyway, Jalen Smith, young center. Um, I can't even remember if this if if it's the Sun Belt Conference. But I can remember that his col- is the, the, the I, I didn't watch much of him play, but from what I remember, athletic center. Um, he shot a couple threes, and to be honest, he's one of the centers that that rose up in the draft. Him and Isaiah Stewart, because Jalen Smith started um, the year as a second round pick, and I think he's. I think the way that he's developed into a lottery pick over the season uh, has just really like I think it's been really good um you can clearly tell that I don't really I've only watched a couple games of him that he can spread the floor he can shoot he can shoot a couple threes um he can switch on defense rather well he's not he's not that physically imposing put a bit of muscle on um and he's gonna be a good backup to um DeAndre Ayton that's all I have to say on him
0: but I can't really say anything about Jalen Smith. Um, I, I will comment on the roster, him joining the Phoenix roster. What looks like a playoff team this season, um, adding uh, Jalen Smith will probably mean that he's a backup. He's a better. He's on the bench. He-
1: yeah, swaps right.
0: maybe with Jay Crowder because now that now that Jay, Jay Crowder signed with um, the Suns.
1: Yeah, but to be to be fair, Jay is Crowder, in the center, so Jalen Smith is the center.
0: Yeah, well, no, Jalen Smith is s- s- power forward slash center. center. Yeah, so maybe with Aaron Baines, although Aaron Baines is probably going to be the sub. They've got uh, a lot uh, in that in that uh, front yeah, court. But
1: I- yeah, but to be fair, so many teams want to trade for Aaron Baines. Like it's crazy. I know
0: because he's he's uh, developed a three point shot, and now everyone loves it. Uh,
1: yeah, well, to be to be fair, he's probably the second best Australian player in the league.
0: Who's the first? Joe Ingalls? Ben Simmons. Whoa, of course. What what am I? Uh, about?
1: Then so but so let's go to the eleventh pick because I because we both don't know that much on Jalen Smith.
0: No, Devin Vassell. Though I know because oh, I to- oh, I said to you. And I've I wanted to put this to be, on the blog.
1: To be, to be fair, Devin Devin Vassel really grew on me throughout the season. I, no, I, I think more. I thought Devin I Vassel it.
0: was gonna be an underrated player.
1: We had him at six.
0: I had him at no, I don't think I had him at three. I had him very I had him top five though. No, uh, earlier.
1: You, you no, you had him at Cleveland at one point. But I can remember.
0: Overall, let's just analyse him. Defensive unit three and D. He is the definition of a three and D player. Great shooting, great three point shooting, um, amazing def- uh, perimeter defense. I think he is the full package.
1: Uh, I, again, like Patrick Williams, he's one of the, those guys that are just NBA ready.
0: Yeah. Um, and what else can you say I, about him?
1: And I, I and I honestly think the way that he can stretch the floor. I think he's very much a Popovich player.
0: Now, I will say there is the case that, I, well, was it right for, for the Spurs to draft a guard? They have Derek White, Lonnie Walker, Devin Vassell, DeJounte Murray, Patty Mills, Trey Jones, um, Bryn Forbes, Marco Bellinelli. I mean,
1: yeah, but to be to be fair, mate, all those guards are really good players. I know that's the thing. That, that, Dejounte that, Murray's
0: the... uh, popping off for the last few seasons?
1: Does De, Murray might be an all-star.
0: Derek White is uh, is, is brilliant. Is, is brilliant. Marco Bellinelli still has something to his game.
1: Yeah, but a part of me says that they're gonna they're gonna try and play Devin Vassell small forward off the bench.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he has the height for it. height and wingspan he, for it.
1: He he definitely has the height for it. Um but it, but if if I'm if I if I'm um San Antonio my starting lineup is um what do you call it? Um point guard, uh, Lonnie Walker shooting guard. What player? Um small forward, small forward you DeMar um. Uh, every everyone's favorite dude who hasn't even retired and should retire, Lamarcus Aldridge.
0: Yeah. Can I just ask you who yeah. does he remind you of, uh, Devin Vassell?
1: Um. He re- uh, He uh, he. He reminds me of Robert Covington.
0: All right. Okay.
1: Yeah, but the Robert Co- the Philadelphia Robert Covington. Philadelphia, the, yeah, yeah. Not, not the not one that's the,
0: declined ever since not, leaving Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, not 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 the Covington that yeah. The Phila- Philadelphia Rob Covington is basically what, what I see in Devin Russell. Yeah.
0: Um overall, I think he's Br- he, him, him and Tyrell Terry are the biggest sleepers of this draft, in my opinion. Um oh. mm. uh. I, I I That's just my opinion. But I, anyway. I
1: I I think Tyrell Terry is a. I think his size will limit his. Yeah, but Trey
0: Young as well. He's basically he's basically the same height as Trey Young.
1: No, he's a bit tiny bit smaller. I think.
0: What's tiny a bit? What what's tiny bit smaller anyway?
1: Right. Um. Any. Anyway. Uh, let's go twelve.
0: Twelve. I think ha- this is the biggest surprise in my entire life. I'm. I agree with Stephen A. In that what on earth were you doing not drafting Tyrese Halliburton because this man,
1: that, this man is, is the most NBA ready point guard in the. In, I know. In the, he like has. He can make an impact on day one, and I, I I'm going to say like day one, Halliburton is a 12 point score immediately. there. there it, I I honestly think I honestly think there will be no struggle with Halliburton. Because to be honest, some NBA guards um, in their first season average eight points, average five points, and then they develop over time. But I honestly think that Halliburton can be straight away can be an NBA contributor.
0: Great playmaker, he's got the potential to be a great defensive player with his size and wingspan. I don't,
1: I don't think he's an all-star. I don't think he's an all-star. No, either. I no
0: again. And this is a theme with this draft is that there's a lot of players that are more NBA ready and you know can contribute to a championship team rather than being all stars. Yeah. And I think Tyrese is one of those again, one of those players.
1: And and to be and to be fair, what 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 is really interesting is that is the dynamic in Sacramento. They've they've clearly got rid of Bogdan to make Buddy Hill happier. But Panny Buddy Hill still wants to leave so we might be in a scenario well, where, where
0: Bogdan's still not gone he's not going to Milwaukee so
1: yeah but um he but but Bogdan is in a situation where any offer he gets from any team Sacramento can um mac, can max so basically if if let's say Indiana for example a team that has been interested in Bogdan offer him a contract like Sacramento can match any offer and then yeah. basically he can basically it's like, but but it look it's looking like uh Sacramento uh, just want to move on from Bogdan because of the relationship with him uh, with, uh, liking... with, with Luke Walton. I think Bogdan is a solid to be fair, I, I've already told you that under Dave Jaeger,
0: like No, under Dave Yeager, I mean I don't know why on earth you would hire Luke Walton yeah, but who, uh, under what, Dave Ye- What in their minds what 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 did they go through what process did they go through to think Luke Walton was the perfect fit for the fit for them? and, and to the be, Lakers were the worst they could possibly be during his reign,
1: and to be fair, Dave Yeager nearly got them to the playoffs. I if know it was, if it wasn't for if New, it wasn't for one it, more
0: game and it was Minnesota it, who won won their last game, I think,
1: yeah, and if they would have been they, making the playoffs and if it wasn't for Minnesota and New Orleans winning on the last day of the season, Sacramento would have.
0: It's ridiculous, yeah. Vlade so, Divac. I don't know what he goes through his mind.
1: Not only he focus, worst, one of the one of the worst NBA. Not only does he was. focus
0: on an injury-prone Marvin back Bagley and keeps uh, trying to say that he's like the, the best player of this draft, better than Luca or, or whoever he was within dra- in the draft with. Not only does he try and do that, but he's denying the potential of De'Aaron Fox, who's still putting up twenty-five points, and I'll give him that. But, you know, hiring, uh, firing Dave, um, Dave Yeager. That's the name, isn't it? Yeah, Dave, Ye- yeah. Yeah, Dave
1: Yeager. Yeah. I, I was
0: saying, I was thinking Dave Boyega for some reason. I don't know why. But um, what it was so stupid. And hiring Luke Walton, there was no, because, no be, sense because in
1: that. I, because because I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Under Dave Yeager, Bogdan Bogdan was a 15 and 17-point scorer.
0: And I said this when we were doing bro, you know, not only did I predict that the Rockets, well, we both predicted the Rockets were going to do terribly. Luke Walton's hiring was pathetic. Yeah. I don't know how ESPN even get ratings with the stupidity that they're saying that they said of Luke Walton being an amazing coach and perfect fit for Sacramento. Uh,
1: I, all I all, all I will say is that that it is clearly a bad situation. Clearly, Bogdan has broken down his relationship with the Kings. Clearly, um, clearly you also have Buddy Heald who has demanded a trade and requested trade. We'll see if that happens. Um, and I think in my mind, if if both Bogdan and I honestly think. If if a buddy tr- if a buddy heel trade happens, which I think at this point is more likely, I think Buddy Healed will be traded, and I think once someone offers Bogdan a contract, I think Sacramento will keep, will, will match it, and I think Bogdan will stay in Sacramento. Yeah. I think I think that's what's mo- most likely to happen, and what I think will happen is is you will have um, De'Aaron Fox. Who I will talk about Aaron Fox in a minute because his contract absolutely fascinates me, and to be honest, this is where I will give Vlade praise because the way that he negotiated that contract was amazing. But, um, but I think I think what what they will do is I think you will see a lot of Hallie Burton playing shooting guard.
0: Uh, yeah, or oh, because because of um, Tyrese's height, do they play him at point guard? Due to the whole tall point guard uh, phase that we're in and play De'Aaron at the shooting guard,
1: yeah but De'Aaron doesn't have a three point doesn't have an established three point shot no.
0: uh, I yeah don't but no i mean he doesn't get twenty five points from just taking uh late
1: uh, it's it's i it's not consistent though he's above thirty five which is good but yeah he, i think Look, I, I in an ideal situation, what what happens is that you you mend your relationship with Buddy healed you let Bogdan you let Bogdan go. And um. You you mend the relationship with Buddy healed and then you have a Hallie Byrne coming off the bench.
0: Now on Zakira Lewis, the Pelicans fan himself.
1: Lord I, look, Shaft. Look, look, I look, I I I. I am a big fan of Kira Lewis. I personally think look, I think potential wise, he might be the third best point guard in this class. I think he might even be better than Halie Burton because I, I look, Kira look, Lewis has an offensive game. He can pull up, um, he, I think he's already, he's already a better shooter than Alonzo. Um, which doesn't say much because Lonzo is a terrible shooter. Yeah, um, I think that um, I, 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 th- I, th- I think we found our point guard of the future because personally, for for me, for me, I think Lonzo's relationship with the team is better. is better as a sixth man, and I, I just believe that Kier, I, I, and I believe the way that we can do it rotationally is that we give more minutes to Kier on the offensive end. And that we leave the defensive end to Lonzo if you if you get what I mean. Yeah. We, if we balance the rotation. Um I and I honestly think my opinions about Eric Bledsoe is that Eric Bledsoe is washed.
0: So hang on, do so start, do you do you start Kira Lewis?
1: Look, knowing the George Hill, knowing that George Hill has just been traded, I would start Lonzo. Mm-hmm. And Kyrolos would come off the bench until he grows into the role. For for, for me, for, for me, at any cost necessary, you trade Eric Bledsoe for at least some type of some type of asset. But knowing knowing David Griffin and and how he has these blips as the general manager, because to be honest, I haven't been impressed with everything that David Griffin has done. Um, I th- I think he staggered the development of Zion. He hasn't put the right players around Zion. To be fair. Um, what do you think I he think, needs? I, I, I on, I honestly think. Um, Shooters. Yeah, I think, I think we need a shooting pack. I think we need a shooting c- a center who can spread the floor. Don't think Jackson Hayes is that. I, th- yeah, I think
0: Stephen Adams.
1: I, th- I think, I think we need, we need, we need a solid shooting guard. Um, and yeah, and yeah. So, um, so. Uh, what I, honestly, I think a scenario that we might have to do is if Eric bladzer is traded, either, or if he don't, if if he's not um, going up with us at the start of the season, I think what you do is you start Lonzo at point guard, you stick JJ at shooting guard, and then you balance Kira's Ke- minutes. But my my final point about Kira is that I think with with his offensive game, I think. You've definitely found our point guard of the future, and to be honest, he's a good floor leader, and I look forward to seeing his pick and roll with um, Zion. Yeah. What's your What's your opinion on Kira?
0: On Kira personally, um, I think, as you said, he's a great shooter, averaging eight, uh, who averaged eighteen points in uh, college. Um. Again, to utilize his shooting potential. It's whether you start him or not, and um, with the whole point you, guard I, problem that the and the guard problem that um, the Pelicans do have.
1: I thought um, you trade Eric Bledsoe. I think I think that's the only way you get around the problem. You trade you yeah. trade Eric you trade Eric Bledsoe. You you give you give the offense to Lonzo Ball for now, and then you you wait till Kira grows into the role.
0: With the final so, lottery pick. The Celtics have drafted Aaron Nesmith.
1: Uh, best, best shooter in this draft.
0: Ah, okay. So this was the one that you were alluding to.
1: Yep. By far the best shooter in the draft. Can't really do anything else, but yeah, best shooter in the draft.
0: How many points did he average? Uh, 23. Po- oh, wow. 23 points. Yeah, well, best shooter- in 14 games. Yeah.
1: Yeah, best best shooter in the draft from from the small sample size we got. But best shooter in the draft can't really do re, can't really do much apart from that.
0: Um, uh, so there will be a fight with him and Jason Tatum for the small forward position.
1: I don't think he plays small forward though.
0: Why I not? Th- I th- I think. Why do you shooting, think he plays?
1: To be to be fair. To be fair, he's a sick man, so I don't think that he he's going to have much. Look, the man can't defend. the The man is the best shooter in the draft, and to be honest, he really he he. To me, Aaron Nesmith is is a taller Joe Harris.
0: Right. Um, to finish it off, who is your sleeper? Of the draft, who do you think is going to go as the most unnoticed?
1: Let me get the draft order up. You, you I know you,
0: you previously said to me Josh Green, um, but I personally believe that the shooting potential of Tyrell Terry and the, def- the all round potential of Devin Vassell really really interests me. I think Tyrell Terry will be that clutch player that the Mavs can rely on. Along alongside Luka Doncic, to finish a game off, um, he's not the greatest of catch and shoot players, Tyrell Terry, but I still think he uh, he's, he's a great he's a great shooter. He is, I don't want to say Steph Curry, but uh, he he was a great shooter in college and. Um, Obviously, there's questions of him due to his uh, height being at six foot two or six foot one, I think it is.
1: Six foot one.
0: Um, obviously which, which defensive mean, potential. Which mean, uh, de- which defensive, means
1: which means he's smaller than Curry and, and Trey.
0: Yeah, no, Trey is six, six, one, six foot, I think. Anyway, um, again with Tyrell Terry, great shooter along uh, alongside Luka Doncic as a clutch finisher, will be something interesting, I think. And then obviously with Devin Vassell, as we said, 3-and-D player, unit defensively on the perimeter, potentially even the best defensive player in the Ooh.
1: draft. Devin Vassell.
0: Devin Vassel. That could be an, an argument made, but um, I'm excited to see what happens in san antonio and dallas in texas in general texas right. is being very interesting
1: okay okay so um i've got i've got like four guys first of all Preci- precious precious that you are the mad how how did this man not go in the lottery i don't know um the mo- one of the most athletic guys one of the most sound fundamental centers I honestly think he will probably be he will probably be um, starting power forwards. Yeah, now, that tri- point,
0: now that Jay Crowell has gone,
1: at, at some point in Miami, I think he would. I I honestly think he's he's also one of these NBA level ready players who can come in and just offer them rebounding and shooting. Um, as you said, Josh Green. I also I when I when I look at Josh Green. And, the, and the, what he produced at Arizona. I see, I see a loss of Devin Booker, I'm not going to lie. Interesting. And to be honest, it's it, I'm not the only one to make that comparison. I'm not the only one.
0: No. And um, again, the Mavericks, they won, I, I'm not going to gonna say a, they won the trade, uh, the, the draft, but
1: Tyrell get, Terry
0: and Josh Green.
1: Like, to be fair, if the, if Josh Green and Tyrell Terry comes out that like i'm sorry Josh Green has all star potential in my opinion
0: mm.
1: like Tyrell Terry i don't know but um
0: his height is very questionable yeah
1: and his height uh, but what, I, what what I will say and i can't believe this guy fell into the second round but my man Vernon Carey my boy Vernon Carey another another big center that i like um, I I understand why he drops in the draft. He's 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 a small center, and he's not that he's not that athletic. That that to me, that to me is kind of a big warning sign. So, like that's the big warning sign of why he dropped. If you, if you're going to be a small center, at least at least you need to be like Onyeka, and you need to make it up in, and and. Like, like there's that point with Vernon Carey where, if you're if you're a bit undersized and you're not, look, I just I just think that Will Vernon Carey, I mean really like 6'10
0: really that small, at the centre position. It's taller than yeah, Onyeka.
1: It's taller than Onyeka. Let's just say, but, like Vernon isn't that athletic, and if you're not that athletic, you need to be over seven foot. Because if you have over seven yeah. foot, like Vernon Carey's a bit small. He's not that athletic. He's a good rebounder. He's very strong. Um, honestly, he's probably one of the most built guys in the draft. Like that guy looks like a bodybuilder. Like, yeah. Uh, but um, he he sets good screens. Um, I th- I honestly think. He he will be a good big man. I don't. Th- I think he'll be a solid contributor. And the one thing that he does well is he switches and he blocks. So that's just my shout. That's my shout out for sleeper. So m- my main sleepers that are precious because precious is probably an athletic beast. Really reminds me of Bam Adebayo actually, uh, and he's going to be playing with Bam Adebayo. I think Miami have got a steal in that one. As you said, I think Dallas. Dallas have got themselves a potential all-star in Josh Green. That's just brilliant drafting by by Mark Cuban and and his team. Like, if they've got themselves another, like, I'm not saying another Devin Booker type scorer, then that is their franchise sorted for the next fifteen years.
0: One hundred percent.
1: And on that note. That's on that the, note, um,
0: it's the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you don't want to listen to the full hour or two hours, however long this episode is, you can watch the clips. Um,
1: and, and also make sure to uh, rate us on every podcasting um, software, uh, podcasting distributor. Make sure to like, uh, sh- share our podcast. And yeah, and mention us on your Instagram stories so that we could um put you on our Instagram stories.
0: Yeah, if you give us a shout out, we'll give you a shout out back. If which should uh, be helpful for both parties. Um, yes. Check out the Instagram MTB underscore Voice as well with the and Twitter.
1: And MTB underscore Voice. And and and, to, and tomorrow I'm going to write an S. I'm go, I'm going to write an essay on this draft
0: yeah Class. it will be yeah. similar to so
1: if, you, if you if you want a written format of basically this uh, winners and losers then more yeah.
0: structured and better grammar and everything yeah. um thank you very much and we'll see you next week for free agency and trade analysis